welcome back to Oh My Pod. Today is part two of the About Me episode where my BFF Shelly co-hosted or I guess guest hosted and actually interviewed me and we cover everything you guys. We talk about my delusional dating history, the string of losers I dated, working in social media and the love-hate relationship I have with it, how I got shingles from FOMO, my biggest regrets, how I broke my toe after karaoke, and some fun questions like what I would do with three wishes from a genie, what I would be in jail for if someone ever got that call, my housewife's tagline. Yes, we cover everything. So take a listen and rate, review, subscribe as usual. That not only helps me show up in charts, but it helps me get better guests on so that I don't have to do a two and a half hour about me. I can have some really cool podcasters, some influencers, some people in certain industries you want to hear from, experts. I want to have all those people on, but I can't do that if I don't have the ratings to back my podcast up. So that's where you guys come in. If you could just take five seconds to do that, I would greatly appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. I think it will make you laugh. And without further ado, let's kick off the part two of my About Me episodes. So what do you think then would be like the worst phase? 2016? Let me finish my day. <laughs> We're about do, uh, uh, six do, glasses deep now. So do we have uh, little... four hours <laughs> for this podcast? Um, yeah, so... four hours to spare for... This is like... This goes into like the best and worst parts of college... The fun part about a college is, like, no one commits. Everyone's doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. It's fantasy land. Like, everyone's free spirit. It doesn't matter if you made out with a guy Friday. You can make make out with a new one Saturday. Like, (laughs) it it really doesn't matter. Like, it it was just, like, again, it was, like, fantasy land. Like, and so you kind of develop this mindset, like, I guess that's how it is. Yeah. Like, this must be how the real world is, Mm -hmm. so... When I moved here, uh, I was going to grad school, and then I found my job. So I was actually working full-time, like, 9 to 6, and then going from grad school to, like, 7 to 9. Yeah. So I didn't have time insane. to even, like, make really, like, uh, date people or, like, make new friends mm-hmm. or anything. Like, my friends were, like, non-existent. I think yeah. I had a few people here from FSU. Yeah. Um, and then you start, like, making new friends and new friends, and people introduce their guy friends and this and that, and you're like... Oh, oh my god, this is what the rom-coms are like. Like oh my god. you go on especially you being like in a city hopeless, hopeless romantic. romantic that I know. I I'm have the, to say. I am the biggest hopeless romantic. But you also have the most hilarious stories. I have the so best stories kind of from funny. it. Yeah. Um and so you start meeting people and you're like, Oh my god, we can go to a rooftop and have a glass of wine. Like you, you get really in your own head. Well, me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not everyone does this. Uh, and so started dating around. And, like, it's really fun and being, especially, like, being so new in a city, you kind of are like, no one knows me. Mm-hmm. And so you start going on all these dates with people that you're like, I can do this and then yeah. this and then this. I started just dating a ton of people. I was single um, when I moved here. I think I had just gotten out of a relationship. And I was like, I'm going to be, like, new city single girl. <laughs> unstoppable like watching sex in the city don't like, touch me. me yeah like that's literally me <laughs> and so i just started like dating a few guys this and that this is uh what i was talking about earlier in the podcast i got the award delusional dater from our senior superlatives which like i have to say is pretty spot well. on <laughs> like, like i go all if a guy is like you're beautiful i really like you i'm like well i guess i should start aisle. planning our wedding <laughs> like this must be it I found my soulmate. And so that was like, definitely not my just mindset. Toes in the water, like you're diving head. No, I was like, 
what would my I always did this. What would my last name sound like? Hyphenated <laughs> with his. I can't. Hyphenated, still independent. You're still independent. You're still I was like, right, like, what will my initials be? That's Bald crazy. Ass-y like, what would our kids look like? Um, and so I got really into that dating mindset, which was fun. Um, but going back to like the casual flings, I talked about this on a podcast recently with Jared Freed. You get you get what you put out there, and mm-hmm. if you're talking about not committing and trying to be a cool and chill girl that's where you're gonna get back yeah and so i was very much like whatever i'm a, a single city girl i'm chill i have a date lineup this and that so i i started seeing this like string of guys and so one of them was like a fling on and off another one like i really liked but he had just gotten out of a relationship but we had a mutual friend so it was like let's hang out but like we don't want to ruin things with the mutual friend mm-hmm. and then I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't be meeting, like, all these mutual friends and people out at bars. Like, let me try the app thing because people um, have started great relationships from that. I know my best friend's getting married and she met her guy on Tinder. Yeah. And so I was like, well, obviously it works for some people. The swiping right. So the first one was the guy that was on and off that this goes back to, like, setting expectations. We'll call him, like, F-boy number one. (laughs) Literally Um, number one. Literally F-boy number one. So F boy number one was a casual on and off fling. Um, he t- he's the guy that tells you everything you want to hear without committing. Mm-hmm. So he would tell me all things I want to hear. Like I wanted, oh my god, you're so beautiful. Like we need to go to a steakhouse dinner. I need to treat <laughs> you. And I was like, yes, you Which do. Is what gets you like yeah. Going. They know what to say. Like if anything, I've learned from listening to so many podcasts. Guys know exactly what they're saying and mm-hmm. doing. Um, and so our thing became like an on and off fling. I talked about this again on the podcast with Jared, but it became something where I knew what it was. It was like, okay, like we're just a fling. Yeah. But then there was one time, like this became on and off for like two years where he was like being so serious. He's like, I I just can't believe like I messed this up with you. Da da da. Once Mm -hmm. again, saying what they want. Yeah. It was a long Um, time. It was a long time. And we just kept the like fling going, especially with social media and he said all these nice things, and I was, like, starting to really believe. I was, like, well, this is what every girl does. Like, well, it's been two years, and he's saying all these mm-hmm. things. Like, why are we not together? And then he said all these nice things one night and just blocked me on Instagram. <laughs> Blo- straight up blocked. He literally brought you to a rooftop. Rooftop. We gave gave me a champagne. Pop champagne on his rooftop. Romance, telling me all the things chivalry, I want to like, hear. Like, chivalry ain't dead. Oh, I was like, whoa, this is the rom-com that I've been thinking about? <laughs> this is what I've been thinking about, and it's real. This is like how to lose a guy in 10 days. I was like, like, oh, my God, what I had envisioned is actually real. Yeah. And so here I am thinking, like, oh, my, the tables are finally turning. I've found the dream that I've been looking for. Oh, just a block. The next morning, wake up, blocked. Bl- straight up. I was like, there must be a glitch. Yeah. Like, like I had friends hey. check, and they are like, yeah, I can see his stuff. I was like, oh, that's good. So I'm blocked. I, so that was, like, blow number one. And I was like, yeah. you know what? Whatever. That guy sucks. On to the next. Again, at the same time, we were on and off. So, like, it's not like I was, like, committed to him. I had other things yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. So then there's another guy that we hit it off really well, and I didn't think we would. Because this is another issue girls have is they think they have a type. And I was like, he's not my type. He's not my type. And then I started getting to know him. I'm like, wait, he's really funny. He's really outgoing. He makes me laugh. We have so much fun together. Like, why am I so focused on a type? So we would be like, 
we were more on and off, but, like, to the point where I was like, we might date, like, we might be boyfriend and girlfriend because yeah. we're hanging out and doing things with, yeah. like, other people, like, mm-hmm. we're hanging out sober, he's texting You're me during like all hours of the day. Integrating into each other's lives. And we had mutual friends, so mm-hmm. I was like, you don't do the thing with the mutual friends unless you're serious because you might mess up that yeah, friend group. And yeah. so I was like, no, it's gonna happen. Like, it's gonna happen. We'll get there. And he kept like pulling the rug from under me. He'd be like, I love hanging out with you, but like, you know, I really just want to stay friends. I don't want to like ruin this friend group. I was like, okay, like, but then why do you keep texting me yeah, all day? Like, then, like, this doesn't make sense. Why don't you leave me alone? Yeah, then leave me alone. And like, then he, um, this was the first ladies if something happens to you once don't keep going back yeah like these are the things that you like think what was i thinking what was i thinking and i go to a bar where he's at and i knew he would be there so i was like dressed up and this is like maybe (laughs) during like an off moment and he's there with his ex-girlfriend they had gotten back together oh my god i literally uh, my stomach dropped i was like that i'm hallucinating like this is not this this guy I must be psychotic at this point. I'm having a psychotic break. <laughs> like, I am not like, seeing call correctly. And I was like, oh my god, I'm dreaming. I literally remember I, I went to the bathroom, I cried, I pulled it together, and I was just like... And I remember it so clearly because she was, like, sitting on his lap, and they were being flirty, and I was like, imagine you think this guy is, mm-hmm. like, gonna be your boyfriend soon. Yeah. And you see him with another girl that was his ex-girlfriend. That and, like, you know they had a fling. Yeah. Or a, a relationship. Yeah, like an actual relationship. And so that happened, and I was like, okay, that sucks. Blow number two. Blow number three comes from the same guy. A year later, Is this he's texting one? me. Um, Halloween, New Year's? Halloween. Oh. oh. And so he texts me a year later, like... He starts, like, doing this thing that guys do. They hit you up on social media. They start slowly. Mm-hmm. They start Snapchatting you. Yeah. They, they, like, He's, it, like, breadcrumbing. Yeah. The kids are calling the it The breadcrumbing, like, y'all. I guess that's what it's called. <laughs> this is a new term. I work with teenagers. So yeah. Like breadcrumbing, breadcrumbing is this thing that they Hitting do. me up on DM, this and that, liking my photos. And so then he starts saying, oh, you better get back in town. I need to see you. This and I'm like, okay, well, obviously you're done with your girlfriend. And so I fell for it. Again, this is going through a phase where you're like, oh my god, I thought this guy was, like, gonna be my guy. Like, maybe he's thinking about me again. Yeah. And so, I was like, oh, yes, we're finally, like, back in. (laughs) We're starting to talk again. We're starting to hang out. And I had this huge Halloween pregame party. And I lived in a really nice apartment Mm -hmm. at this time. so nice. And I had this huge rec room, and I couldn't wait because I was like, it's gonna be so fun. Like, the guy I like is coming. We're gonna, like, end up (laughs) together in the night. And Hopeless romantic? Yeah, like, hopeless romantic. We're all gonna be hanging out. I remember getting so excited, like, not excited to the point where I was gonna, like, attack him, but, like, I can't wait for him to see me around my friends Mm -hmm. and my apartment. Like, I'm kind of hosting the party. Like, you're coming into my territory. Yeah. Um, and I remember he texted me like two hours, two hours oh, before the party and was like, rough. Hey, just want to let you know, I'm looking forward to tonight, but, um, I really would just love to say friends. I'm actually meeting a girl out that I'm seeing, <laughs> uh, at the bar that we're going out to later. So just wanted to give you a heads up because I know we have some history. Legit two hours before coming. I over. remember like the whole smile I had literally yeah. turned into like immediate <laughs> upside down smile, like frown. <laughs> And I remember, like, tearing up, reading that text, being like, oh, I just got God. so excited. I just remember, like, all of us just being, like, jaws hitting the floor, just, like, so shocked because he was putting in so much effort. So much. And then was like, 
yeah, I'm going to meet someone else at the bar. And, like, that's one of those moments where you're like, this guy sucks. This guy sucks. This is the second time around. Like, fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> and, oh, my God, the worst part was I thought he was going to meet the girl out at a different bar. She we, came. She came to the bar we were at. I saw them make out and leave together. Oh, my God. And oh I was like, now you're throwing it in my face. You're not even trying to hide it. You're basically saying, look, I have a girl here. Please stop talking to me. Even yeah. though, like... I want to, like, reiterate here, I'm not psychotic and, like, I'm blowing up a guy that's not hitting me up back. Like, he's hitting me up. He's, what? like, coming to me. Like, he's, like, what you call it? Like, bread yeah. Home. I wasn't like, hey, what are you doing? No answer. Yeah. 48 hours later. What's up? Like, <laughs> like I wasn't doing that. Texting. But he also, like, was connected to your friends. So, like. One of my good friends. Thing, yeah. So, like, this whole thing, too, was, like history yeah and i was like i like, couldn't what like you oh look like an God. asshole now i'm talking to your friend about you and mm-hmm. i hate you and so i remember being like this guy sucks like i'm done yeah. with him oh <laughs> well two months <laughs> later makes a comeback oh you bet i was on vacation better get back in town <laughs> miss you gorgeous like da 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 i like think about this sometimes because he paid money to hang out with you at New Year's Eve. Money. Like, we went to an event. So. And he got a ticket. He's, like, blowing me up again. Blowing me up again. Like, and this isn't, I'm not talking about late night blow-ups. I'm talking about, like, middle of the day. Like, yeah. things like, tell your, I was on vacation. Tell your mom I said hi. What? Yeah. Do you even know my mom? I not know you. He doesn't. Like, bro, calm down. So, this, this whole thing happens. Long story short, he ends up coming to my New Year's pregame. We all go to this huge event together. And again, we're like, we're just friends. Nothing's mm-hmm. going to happen. Like, it's cool. Whatever. We've tried this song and dance 13 times. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, I was like, I'm ready to, like, meet a new guy tonight and, like, have a New Year's. Because he... Makes the move on me. Mm-hmm. And here we are again, back in the circle of life of with me and him at a, a big event. It's going to happen. Like, So he's making the move. I go back to his house. <laughs> Can I add my also my like, whole yes. visual of this? Because yeah. I, just, I went home with his roommate that night. So, and I like go to get water at maybe like, I want to say like 5 a.m., no, wait, we haven't even... Oh, this is a different time. No, 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 this is the same one. Oh. Are you talking about when you found him? Yeah. <laughs> is that a different night? No, this is the same night. Okay. But so we go back there, oh, and we're having, like, a good time. Yeah. Like, things are normal, mm-hmm. we're, like, cuddling, and then I wake up, and oh. he's, like, not in the bed. Yeah. And now <laughs> you go. There. Yeah, so I was, like, with his roommate, and then he, I guess he left the room that Chelsea and him were in. And I go out to the kitchen to get water. And it it has to be, like, 5 a.m. Because we didn't come home until, like, 2. New Year's. Yeah. And then he is legit <laughs> sitting in the living room in the dark with candles lit. I swear he's crying. I, like, to this day, <laughs> cannot believe this story because it sounds like you were hallucinating. No, <laughs> I swear. And then I, like, he's like crying and listening to music. And I'm like, but I also didn't really know him at this point. Like, yeah. So I just like looked at him and I grabbed my water, like scurried back to the room. And I was like, um, excuse me, but like this guy is, this guy's tripping. Like F boy number one is sitting. No, this is two. Oh, this is number two. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Too Losing many. Track. <laughs> and 15 like, more. he's like, 
I say to the guy, like, excuse me, but F boy number two is in in the living room crying. No, wasn't he listening to certain music? He was listening to like Adele. <laughs> like, it was like, and I just remember like saying that, and the guy says to me, "Yeah, he does this all the time," and I'm like, no. "And we're supposed to pretend." That that's like that normal. And, like, I'm supposed to act like that didn't happen. Like, I'm supposed to be, like, oh, like, I, like, didn't, uh, I didn't see you crying in the living a room. A grown-ass man crying in the living room with <laughs> lit candles listening to there was candles, Adele, the most, like, emotional artist of lit. our time. Like, yeah, like, candles lit. And I just, like, looked at, I remember looking at him and my eyes were wide and I was like. <gasps> you, and you, and I, you think you saw tears. I'm, like. I would say I'm 97% sure that he was crying. I mean, it was New Year's, like, whatever, but there's no way I would have dreamt that. Like, no, that like, like... And I remember going back to the room and and describing this. Music. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it happens all the time. I'm like... Like, oh. this is real life, people. If anyone wants to know what the, like, adult dating scene is like, like, this is what we're dealing yeah. with on a regular basis. Like, dudes who are, like, crying and, like, ghosting. Doing weird stuff. And so I wake up in the morning... Um, yeah, it gets worse. It gets 20 times worse. That wasn't the word. That was like a funny part. Yeah, that like the that worst to part. me is hilarious. <laughs> and so I wake up and he's not in the bed and I'm like, whatever, you're like, I don't know, he probably went to get water. And he, he, this is a weird part of the story. He came back and actually like cuddled me for like 20 minutes. And didn't he ask if you wanted breakfast? Yeah, and like hugged me, like hugged me really tight. And I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> going back to like the um, rom-com moment, I was like, he's about to like hug me and like open up oh my <laughs> and i was like wow he's like re- ready to get close to me and so oh man he um, really like flipped the he strip. gets up and he doesn't really say anything and i'm like oh he's probably gonna get like bagels like the whole house is hung over probably getting us like coffee pizza whatever like yeah he's running some errands everyone's so hung over we drink like a bajillion bottles of alcohol and then like 30 minutes goes by. I'm like, whatever. That's a decent amount of time. I'll, like, get a ton of food. An hour goes by. Two hours goes mm-hmm. by. I'm like, this isn't... No, no one leaves for two no, hours. and we're, like, still there. We're still there. And then I text him. I'm like, hey, are you okay? Like, thinking maybe he lost his phone while he's out. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Text him. No answer. No answer. And then I start realizing, like, uh, I don't think this dude's coming back. And the weirdest part oh, was they had, had a like, girlfriend yeah. staying with them and you heard them whispering, saying, like... Yeah. They thought that, like, we were sleeping. Yeah. Because I remember we were we were there for a while, and, like, I was hanging out with that kid, and then mm-hmm. the the other the girl, the friend girl, was there. Yeah. And so, like, you were close with her, so, like, we were all just hanging out. And I remember us both, like, quote-unquote falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. And I was kind of just, like, in and out of a daze, like, super hungover, just, like, laying there. And I was, like laying on the couch and the kid that i hooked up with was gets a phone call from my guy f boy number two yeah and like is trying to like not say anything about it like super discreet yeah and i hear him whispering to the girl like the girl looks the girl says to him did he go to her house and my guy says like yeah, he went to he went to go see her, and they think they're whispering, and I like hear all of this, and I'm like, why am I 
like getting what? all of this news. And then didn't they pretend he was like something happened with his oh, car? And then they were like, yeah, he he had to go take his car to the dealership. Mind you, it's New Year's Day. It's New Year's Day. Everything's At closed. Ten a.m. Like, Te- like yeah, it's not like it was seven p.m. It was like the morning. Yeah. Like, you also know when you're so hungover and you have a long night out, you don't sleep in. You actually oh. wake up because you have like the shakes. No, like we woke up at like seven a.m. and then yeah, and then like, like kept like coming in and out of consciousness. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's not coming back. And then I was like, okay, I'm, it, now I'm, like, embarrassed. Like, yeah. it's time to wrap up. And, like, it's weird to leave someone's house that you slept at, then they're not there. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, okay, this is a little weird. And then I think I even asked the roommate, and they were, like, trying to cover for him or something. Yeah, it was so weird. And you could, you just get the feeling when someone's covering, too. And you're like, yeah. okay, well, uh I, I get the hint. Like, yeah. he's not coming like, back. Like, he's not going to come back. Yet. So, like, long story short, this guy left me in his bed on New Year's Day. And <gasps> didn't, didn't Day. I would like to add, didn't say a word. Didn't even try to make up a lie. Nope. Didn't even answer my text. He could have, I would have made it, if I was him, I would have made up a lie. Like, yeah. oh, I felt nauseous. I had a reaction to something. Yeah, like, I My grandma go... died. I would have said yeah, anything. Like, <laughs> I would have said anything. And this dude just, like, didn't answer. And so... I was so pissed off the next day. I was just like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. why do you keep leading me on and doing this and then making me feel stupid? And also, like, he's your friend. I mean, at the end of the day, you're friends. Like- yeah, I'm like, you're making me look stupid. And he just said something so dumb. Like, I'm so sorry. I really stand by what I said on Halloween. I want to be your friend. I love our friendship. I would really love to remain friends. And I was like, it's like bro, get out of you, my life. If like, you, like, respect me as a friend, like, this is not what happens. If you respect me as a human being, you, yeah. I don't care who you are. You don't leave someone in bed and not say anything. Yeah. That's and it. I was like, wow. So I just, like, cut that off. I was like, We're, that's done. Like, it took a while to get yeah. there. But I'm like, again, everything I've gone through, I'm glad I went through because I won't deal with it again. But the third was F-Boy 3. F-Boy 3. And I would like to add... No, oh man, for F-Boy 4, the ghosting on the birthday. Yeah, F-Boy 3 is the go F yourself. Yeah, so... F-Boy 4 is the worst. Yeah, so I'll try to, like, make these a little more brief. But F-Boy 3 was a Tinder date, uh, really tall, cute, charismatic, we meet at a bar... We're having so much fun. We're drinking the nice cocktails at a cute restaurant downtown. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like, I'm getting to know him, and we're making each other laugh and this and that. And it was so fun that we, like, didn't want to end the date, so we kept going out to another bar, another bar. Uh, we end up at a club on our first date. Not just any club. <laughs> Not just any club. A club called Underground. This is where, like, <laughs> athletes go to go out. This is, like, one oak of New York yeah, City. Like, like, this is, like... You don't go there unless you have a table. Yeah. I mean, this kid go there on a first date. Yeah, like, you just, like, roll up. To I just, like, roll there. up, like, $20 entry on, a, like, a Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're having so much fun. So, we get, we're like, okay, it's a weeknight. We have work tomorrow. Let's wrap it up. It's fun. We kiss, whatever. So, I invite him to a second date, and I'm like, let's do something during the day, because obviously we both like to drink. Maybe going out at night isn't going to work for us. Little did I know, he wasn't any better during the day. And so he was even worse during the He day. was a monster. So we go to brunch. I invite him with all my friends. We're hanging out. We're having so much fun. He pays for me. He's being funny. And I remember asking Shelly, he went to the bathroom, and I go, what do you think about him? And she goes, I don't know. Something's off. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? And, like, like at this point, Chelsea's like, he's really cool. But I just, like, something was off. And I was like, what are you talking? Like, he paid for my brunch. He's being funny. He's, like, interacting with you guys. He wasn't being, like, weird and synonymous. No, not at all. He wasn't being touchy-feely with me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what are you talking about? And she was just like, 
I don't know. Like, there's something off about him. I'm like, okay, whatever, Shelly. Like, yeah, you're like, whatever. You're like, drunk you're or something. Like thinking, yeah. Yeah, and then we go back. He lived really close to the brunch area, and so we, like, bop around. We go to his house, and then he starts, like, hitting on my friends. Oh, he was, like, pushing me into his bedroom. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm, like, and I'm like, am I blacked yeah, out? Yeah, like, someone call the police. <laughs> or is this guy hitting on my friend? Like, am I truly blacked out? I mean, we were pretty drunk, but... We keep going out. We keep going out. Get kicked out of Old Crow. <laughs> Get kicked out of this bar. Like, I told you, we were wild when we, a few years yeah, ago. Was, um, I found the backstory of this. We also postponed our first date because he was in the hospital. And I was like, why are you in the hospital? He's like, oh, something happened with my nose. Like, it's this big issue. I have gauze all over it. And I'm like, oh, my God, don't even worry. Like, he sent me a yeah. picture. He had, like tape on his nose it was all bloody i was like don't even worry like take care of what you need to take care of that's an important part of the story Mm -hmm. so we go out finally leave his house we've been drinking there for i feel like hours Mm -hmm. we go to another bar and i finally asked him i was like what what was that whole issue with your nose like what happened he was like oh i just did so much cocaine on halloween i had to go to the er uh what I was shook. I was literally like, I thought I misheard, and I was like, <laughs> he's like, I had a deviated septum because I did so. He much literally cocaine. did. Okay, uh, not to like provide insight into the drug world, but like we were part of college, we saw things go down. Yeah. To to go to the ER for yeah. cocaine means you were literally had a mound of like it. a bathtub, like full. a like a bucket. <laughs> like, and just did it all. Oh, my God. And I was like, that is not only alarming, but, like, disgusting. Yeah. Like, I can't... How do you end up in that position where you're like, I gotta call the ER? Yeah, like, someone called the ambulance. Like, I did too much cocaine. Yeah, I was like, this guy... Okay, so now I'm like, okay, well, this is obviously not a fit. Like, yeah, I don't like, see this working out. Like, sorry, my boyfriend did too much of below. We can't yeah, make like, it today. Broke his nose. <laughs> in the ER, like, casual. <laughs> and so I'm talking to his... Let's keep in mind, too, going back to, like, our Psycho Saturdays. That's what we called our drinking <clears throat> days. We would drink all day, all night, mm-hmm. party hard. And so by this time, like, we're all pretty lit. Yeah. And I'm talking to his friends, saying, like, I think he's really cool, but I don't know what to do about this whole thing that I just found out. Like, that's a big yeah. turn off to me that he had to go to the ER. Oh, my God. Apparently, <laughs> he's in the bathroom right Comes next to me. barreling out. Like, like the wild wild west like when you see those movies and they kick open a door like that's what i remember hole. about this he just like kicks, he the kicks door open the bathroom door and is like i hear you're talking shit about me <laughs> and i was like what i was like is this guy kidding and oh he's like God. yeah you're talking shit i was like I- i'm casually talking with your friends like yeah. i don't know what's going on here uh i'm 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 just like concerned about what happened the other night. he goes you can go fuck yourself. Like, so loud. Yeah, like, like, screamed it in the bar. I would like to add, we're not at a uh, loud bar. We're, like, a really, like, local dive yeah. bar. So, like, other tables, like, heard it. And I was oh. like, I must be dreaming or I must be blacked out because no one in my life up to that point, I had never been called, like, a bitch. No one told me to go fuck myself. Like, Especially that's something. in a in, in a, front of, like, a of people and a girl you just went on a date with that we like in my mind had hit it off like it was so weird that i literally so go i looked at him and i go what did you say and he looked me up and down and goes you heard me you can go fuck yourself oh my god and i was like i i, I was speechless yeah. i don't even think i reacted i took my coat and i walked out 
I didn't react in front of him. No, this not is the story you heard about on the my mom's podcast. Then I like left. I went to the late night subway. I started bawling. I started crying. But before you left, you paced back and forth outside. Of oh the yeah, park. I was like pacing back and forth outside, being like, "Someone needs to come get me," <laughs> and like no one came and got me. I was like. I'm all alone. <laughs> it was like a big window, and I was like not even facing the window. And I remember him saying, "Like you need to get your friend." And so I like went outside, and you were like, "I have to go home." Like whatever. And so I was like, "This guy sucks." Whatever. Um, the next day he texts me and he goes, "So glad I dodged a bullet. You're the rudest person I've ever uh. met." And I was like. What? Yeah. Like, I was like, you're the grossest person I've ever met. I didn't react. I would like to give a piece of advice to anyone. Yeah, that was If good. someone comes at you with that blazing of guns, don't engage. Like, yeah. what are you going to get out of it? The last word with a loser who's, like, uneducated? So pathetic. So pathetic. Loser. And I didn't answer. I was like, I'm not answering this dude. And he knew I really liked Mexican food. Like, that was going to be our first date. Oh, God, I hate this part. I can't and he it. goes, by the way, lay off the chips and salsa, honey. And I was like... First of all, that's so rude. And then also to call you honey, which is, like, so condescending and gross. Like... I was like, you're a loser. Yeah, like, you did so much coke. You went to the ER. your nose was, like, broken. I was like, what did you tell your parents when you went to the ER and your nose was bleeding? When they got a freaking hospital bill. And they got their whatever bloodstream that was, like, full of cocaine. And I was just like... What? And I didn't answer. Like, I immediately blocked a reaction. Yeah. Though, like, that it was like. He, if a guy does that, he wants to know he has power over you by getting a reaction mm-hmm. over you. And I was like, I'm not giving him that credit. Like, you're he not going to get. It. Yeah, you don't get to talk to me anymore. You don't get the luxury yeah, of, like, even like, being in my life. And I was like, block, block, block. Um, and then the last one, F point number four. Yeah. This is also what I talked about on my podcast. I met this mutual friend, hit it off, spent like two weeks straight together, like hanging out, yeah. coworker brunch, sleeping over on weeknights, meeting his friends, sleeping over there, doing dinner, like all these crazy things. It it comes around my birthday. He's like, Hey, I wanna let you know like all these fun things we've been doing. I actually like don't have a lot of money to be doing them and I was like, Oh my god, thank you for telling me. I'm glad you're being honest. Like mm-hmm. that's never what I've looked for in a guy. I think yeah. a lot of times guys think that money substitutes a personality yeah like it doesn't matter if i am not funny i can take it or like uh, cirque du soleil yeah and i'm like i don't it's not what i want like i want to talk to you personality and like over like fried rice yeah and so (laughs) um no but truly hibachi is the best yeah Um, that's your your go-to and he stays the night the night before my birthday pregame and the morning he leaves he's like see you tonight whatever birthday comes around at this point i've told everyone about him i'm like can't wait for you to meet him we've had so much oh, fun yeah, like, this is like like guy. i'm ready to like introduce this guy as like we're again about to be like boyfriend girlfriend yeah but again i want to reiterate like i wasn't acting great like mm-hmm. he was the one he introduced me to his father his brother his roommates his coworkers. Yeah. like i'm like oh he wants me to be a part of his life like i'll make him a part of my life right and so that night he comes around and doesn't text me he doesn't show up nothing hours go by i hear nothing i start texting him is everything okay nothing and i'm like oh maybe he lost his phone nope thank god for social media i see that he's looking at all my snapchats i can see directly that he's like engaged in what i'm doing the next morning i wake up and i was like i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt that like he chickened out because of like commitment like issues something, like something. something happened and i i actually wrote like a heartball thing i was like i get it if we move too fast like 
I would just appreciate as like common decency mm-hmm. to like let me know if you're not interested so I can like be done with this like but I don't something. get it yeah why would you stay the night at my house and be like can't wait to see you tonight go pure ghost I have to see <laughs> it's gonna be three so. <laughs> yeah Ooh. are we getting an extra today that's another about me my sneezes yeah two and then one they're really loud um ghosts on my birthday (laughs) thank you so much um and i know these are long stories but i think they're important because not only was this like the worst phase of my life adult life but it was also the biggest like learning period Mm -hmm. and so it was a lot this was all back to back back to back this wasn't yeah these were like years apart like the cocaine guy the guy that goes to my birthday the leave me in bed on new year's guy this all happened within like three months yeah and i think like i think one of the like one of the things about you that i don't know if people know but like in relationships like you still have hope that like things will Mm -hmm. end up the way that they should like Mm -hmm. you totally like continue with that and that's hard to do and i was just like what am i doing like Mm -hmm. you finally have this light bulb moment that i didn't blame myself because i was like what am I going to blame myself for this yeah. guy doing too much cocaine and right. this guy being a loser? Like, no. But you you start to do some introspection. Like, what am I putting out there mm-hmm. that I'm allowing that these guys to be right, in my that life? you're getting back this Yeah, behavior. and, like, what boundaries am I setting that this is happening mm-hmm. to me? At some point, you do have to take responsibility and be like, I am letting this happen to me. Like, yeah. the guy, the mutual friend that, like, kept leading me on and on, I'm like... He showed me multiple times that who yeah. he was, and I was yeah. just like, "He'll change. It's not him. Mm-hmm. He'll grow out of this phase." Like, believe them. They yeah. they showed you. They're gonna yeah. They're gonna show you, and like you have to believe them. And so, that but was, it's hard too. Oh my god, like, so hard because you want things to work out, and you like when you like somebody, you hope that they can be a better version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And you also want to be like weirdly. You know how people are always like. I always hear this. This is where my yeah. hopeless romantic comes in. Like, I wasn't a better man until I met her. Yeah. Like, or, like my she life makes me changed a better man. as soon like, as I'm, I wouldn't be here today until I met her. And yeah. I was like, oh, I want to be that girl. Yeah. And I was like, now going through that string of awful relationships, I am more now than ever being like, I do not want to be the source of someone's happiness. Yeah. Like, I, it has I want, to come from somewhere else. Like Exactly. Like, if they're like, she makes me a better man, but, like, I decided on my own, mm-hmm. that's more attractive than, like, I was a loser and then I met her and yeah. I, like, had to <laughs> fix myself. Then, like... Yeah. Like, no, it's, like... No. They get, hap- they get happiness and fulfillment from other aspects of their life. And then you come along mm-hmm. and you're, like, a bonus to that. You enhance. You make them better. You make each other better. Not just, like, you're fighting to make them better and then they're... You're not completing their puzzle. You're, like, you're enhancing it. It's, like, oh, it's just a better version of the puzzle or something. Like, um... Yeah, and I think, like, you and I differ a lot in, like, the way we view relationships because you're very, like, romantic. Like, you're mm -hmm. a hopeless romantic. You know I'm, like, kind of cynical with, like, Yeah, you're, like, please stop. I'm, like, everybody get away. Like, you know. You're, like, please stop touching me. (laughs) I'm, like, running to Lexi's room. Literally. In the morning so that this person leaves. Like, like, that's, Block my number. Please never talk to me again. Please, like, don't speak to me again. But Chelsea, like, you have this, just, like, this ability to be resilient in relationships and, like, still believe in, like, 
I don't know what. Well, it's like, funny because I think I was been. until like this year. Yeah. And I was talking to my mom about this too. I was like, I think this year it hits you more than ever because we've talked about this a lot. Like our friends get married and they settle mm-hmm. down and they have babies and yeah, you're like, like legit like four weddings this year. Yeah, like, you're like, like you think that timeline's so far off and then you're like, wait, people mm-hmm. get people are college sweethearts and get married like two years yeah. after college. And you think like when you're young, you think I mean I'm 26 or 27 like. We think like when you're younger, you think like uh, by 25, married, settled down, kids. But like when the time actually comes, you're like, uh, that's a no. That's a hard it's pass. It's gonna be a no for me. That's a no for all of us. Yeah, like that's like, just a hard pass across the board. Yeah. And like that's the I guess reality of like growing older. You're like, yeah. whoa, like <laughs> this is real life. And yeah. And so that's something that I still have hope in love. But like I think being now through all those. Uh, really bad relationships and then like a relationship last year you do and then he, I think my issue now is like the people you see that you think are perfect and you hear their horror mm-hmm. stories they're bad yeah. like someone was like, cheating by sexting the other one actually cheated yeah. the other one hits them and you're like yeah wait this is I didn't I thought you guys were arguing about like where to go to dinner I didn't yeah. realize like he had cheated and now I'm a little more cynical and I wish I hadn't hurt seeing so much yeah. behind the scenes but in a way it does allow me to be like that's part of like, like relationships aren't rainbows and, and yeah, butterflies work and like and i think like now <clears throat> that has to do with like social media and what we see on Oof. social media and like i will say that like most of the relationships that i know through friends like the ones that post the least of their significant other have the best relationship 100 percent behind the scenes the people that post like we're so in love like and this is not for everybody like this is not this isn't like a hard and fast rule yeah but it's just like what i see like i have you know like my one of my very best friends and her boyfriend they don't post anything and they like live together they have a great relationship like they're they're still but they still have their independent life whereas like i could think of numerous people who post so much and then it's like you're overcompensating yeah totally totally that's so true like the the happiest couple i know the last thing she posted was early 2017 let's keep in mind she's a millennial on instagram yeah you would think at the minimum she has 50 posts she has four posts yeah through the total of like two years Mm -hmm. and the last thing she posted was 2017 and at first i was like oh man is she not posting because something's going on no, whenever I hang out with her and her husband or her kids, I'm like, you have the ideal life. Like, yeah. you are connected. Mm-hmm. You guys are in love. You understand each other's weaknesses. You, yeah. you like, deal with each other when you want. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to put it out there for everyone to see. Like, when you're putting it out there, you're showing, don't worry, we're okay. We're okay. Yeah. Check it out. Please like, please like. Yeah. And, I mean, that's true for me. Like, I remember in a lot of my relationships, we'd be fighting and I'd be like, okay, let me post this because I don't want people to think we're fighting. Yeah, like, I want the world to think that we are... And it's almost like, like a little having, band-aid. Like, if people yeah. comment, like, you know, girls, oh, I love you two together, yeah. cutest couple. You're like, okay, now I have that, like, fire yeah. back to, like, make this work And, like, again. I want to make it work. But it's, like, really, in the grand scheme of things, your relationship doesn't work, but it's... You're trying to portray that it does. Yeah. And I think that's, like, such a... I mean, I think that goes for a lot of things, not just relationships, but, oh, like, 100%. lives and, like, everything. Like, I... Like, I remember moving to Chicago and everyone was, like... 
all you do is go out and like you've experienced this mm-hmm. feeling. All you do is go out and you travel and you do all these things. And I'm like, but I also like was in grad school <laughs> and was studying for 12 hours a day. Like I was doing all these things, but I'm not going to post a picture of me with my books. Like that's not fun what do you want me to cool. like, what do you want me to post me crying in my bed? <laughs> yeah, do you want like, me to like so stressed out that I'm crying? Like that's not calling my mom and our recording our conversation. <laughs> I do actually <laughs> kind of want actually that, that would be a great podcast is Chelsea's <laughs> emotional crying. Chelsea at phone calls subway with going, her mother. Like that is like, that's good actually. But it really is like that. Like, who would you're post? You're gonna portray a life that you want people to see that you're living. It's your like, highlight reel. Yeah, it literally. Like, think about do when people someone really want to like a picture of me in my bed. Like, it's like an audition tape. Like, what are you gonna put your worst clips in there? No, yeah. you're gonna put your best. You look oh. the best. You feel the best. You people like it the most. Like, yeah. Why would I put anything less out there? Like it really. But then, like the I think, it just has such an impact on the way all of us view the world and like. You actually start... It's weird because you know it's fake, but you really start to believe it. Yeah. You're like, they must be the happiest couple. Yeah. She must travel four times a year. Yeah. Not even. Four times a week. Yeah. Like, internationally. She must do everything. Like, yeah. Like, she must make a million dollars because the way she's... And you're like, whoa. Once you... I swear if you ask these people, they'd be like, no. I actually fight with my boyfriend every other day. Yeah. We have an argument all the time. I know. Again, and- I don't want to... Uh, apply this to every yeah, single like, person yeah this is a general. this is like pretty true yeah i mean and like sometimes i'll get like messages like and this is not to like i'm not bragging in any way but it's like you're the coolest person like you whatever and i and i'm getting this message while i'm at work in a crisis right like it's like i'm you're really like, not at all you're like hold like, on one second let me facetime you so you can <laughs> see what i'm dealing yeah, like, with do you want to see my office with like the client i'm working with like it's do you want me to see, like, like, freaking out, having, like, yeah. stress breakouts? Like, no. Like, it's just, it's it's kind of funny, but, like, and I think, like, you see that more often than a lot of people because you work in social media. Like, yeah. you work in that world, and, like, that has to have an impact on your view, too. I work literally with all the people that we aspire to be on yeah. social media. I yeah. work with influencers and content marketing. Like, all these people you guys love and follow, like that are traveling doing beauty tips like you know exploring the world that's my job like I'm connecting those people with brands Mm -hmm. and at the beginning I was like this is awesome I want to I think that's kind of what inspired me too I was like I want to be like them yeah and as you get further and further into it it's a lot of people's full-time jobs you're like I get it it's their livelihood yeah um but that's also different like someone's livelihood is different than what they enjoy in life yeah which I think is I guess you could do both. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, a beauty Instagrammer that's going to Paris, she's there on a contract. She has to be doing exactly what the brand says. Yeah. She has to be posting a certain amount of times and a day. That's her like job. That's your job. Yeah. If she messes that up, if she's like, no, I'm not going to post today, the brand would be like, uh, get get back in the airplane. You're mm-hmm. flying back to the United like States. You have to. You're, you're not there way. on your own time. Yeah. And the other point of that is like, when you're, if you think about like how much an influencer is on their phone, mm-hmm. how are you really connecting? If you're there, again, going back to, like, let's just say a beauty influencer in Paris. Yeah. And she's at the Eiffel Tower with her new lipstick. She's required to take a picture of the lipstick at the Eiffel Tower. Is she really taking a look and being like, holy shit, look at this architecture. 
when was this built? How did people in the yeah, whenever like, it was built look at this? Or like, even like actually looking at it and like looking it's, at it's it. Like, I just want to take the right photo. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And the editing and this and that. Okay. Yeah. Well, now let's go to another place and get the better shot and let's try this angle instead of yeah. being like, you know what? I want to pop open a bottle of red wine, sit, sit here on for blanket. three hours and just watch the Eiffel yeah. Tower light up and truly connect. And that's mm-hmm. the misconception we have about these people. Is yeah. Yeah, of course, what they're going to post is the lit up Eiffel Tower. But I bet you they were like freaking out because they're like, oh, my God, I also have to upload this on Snapchat, Instagram Live, Mm -hmm. Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube. Let me get all this content so I don't miss it where they're like missing the whole point of like why I felt like how beautiful it even is. Mm -hmm. And so that is true about my life. Like I do get inspired seeing a lot of these people from their travels but I have to remember my favorite time I would also I guess this goes back to my other question the best time of my life was studying abroad and I know that's so cliche but it was I actually think the same though for me like I feel like when you're abroad like your whole life is different and you have this and like this is so basic of us to even talk about because we're gonna be like okay bitch turn it off it's like fucking 60 years ago yeah like whatever. whatever but I I do like agree like I think and like you meet so many amazing people and it's just like this like carefree lifestyle and you're also you have to, to figure here. that out for yourself yeah like, like my dad doesn't know like oh do you know how to speak spanish to order yeah. food at the local restaurant it's like no, no like i have to figure it myself out. yeah you have to like immerse yourself in the culture and like it really does change kind of change your view of like the whole world it definitely changed my view and like yeah going back to just enjoying this is when I when we both studied abroad. All these platforms weren't around. I think the no. biggest one was Facebook. I had a digital camera. Yeah. That I dropped in the toilet at a music <laughs> festival. Like that. There like, goes that. Like that's but that's like the what we lived in. Like yeah. You lost your digital camera. Like you were done. Then your summer's over. Yeah. Like well, <laughs> might as well not document that. Yeah. Like well, and even and then, it was just kind of like all right. Even then, the documenting wasn't to like get likes. It was like I just want to remember this. Yeah. Like I made albums because I was like I would like to remember this. It wasn't like oh. <gasps> How can I edit yeah, this like, and like it and make sure it's hashtag perfect. and like yeah. I think that's actually what made our experience better because there's times we were like, like right before that yeah right before that huge curve and I remember yeah. being like in the plaza in Valencia Spain like drinking wine for three hours at mm-hmm. dinner and in the states you'd have been like wrap it up what are we yeah, doing yeah. can we go to the Speed club it up like yeah I remember being there like I love this like I have I would never have talked to these people in real life like I want to say real life outside of this college bubble that I had yeah. made up for myself and you were forced to I was like forced to I'm like what are you gonna ignore everyone yeah and do your own thing yeah. for 12 and, weeks like, I mean I I don't know about you but like I went alone when I went to London and mm-hmm. that like pushed me so far out of my Same. comfort zone and now like my best friend and my roommate is somebody that I met in London mm-hmm. like it's just like kind of like I wouldn't have known her had I not done that so it's like you but but when we come to when we came back to America and all these social media platforms took off and all this stuff it like shelters you so much from that and you don't ever have to interact with you're like I can just like, yeah you're also like I can just look at all these pretty pictures I don't really have to like go yeah not even have to go but you're like it almost changes the reason why you want to go yeah For, let's go back to the Paris example I think people see these pictures like I just want to go to see the Eiffel Tower I'm like what I remember about so France was like so like this awesome cute little steakhouse in the corner in the middle of nowhere and everyone was like so family friendly Mm -hmm. which is funny because I feel like the French hate Americans but like they cook the best steak the best mashed potatoes and I remember like 
sitting there with a bottle of red wine, like, chatting with these girls for hours over steak and out. Yeah. Like, that's what I remember about France. And, like, the closest, I mean, the closest, like, we had to knowing what Paris was like was, like, Passport to Paris. Mary Literally. style. Like, it was, like, the bonjour, bonjour, yeah, bonjour. Like, exactly. That was our, that was, like our Instagram. Right. Like, but the goal when we went was like truly see the city and get mm-hmm. to know people. Whereas like, I even admit working in the industry and like being on social media all the time. I'm like, I can't wait to see what photos I can get. Yeah. And I'm like, that sucks. And like, we can go but on like so a hard quick, to erase. yeah, a quick like, um, visit to our mm-hmm. history. Like we went to Greece. Yeah. Last summer. And I remember thinking like, I can't wait to eat Greek food and like meet Greek people. And like, all these things but at the same time because of social media as soon as we all got wi-fi the first thing we did was like open our snapchats take instagram Instagram. stories Mm -hmm. highlight instagrams upload a photo edit it sunset and mykonos i remember at one point it was my birthday and we were on that boat and i remember like everyone searching for wi-fi and i think i like i said like stop we're not on wi-fi like i was like this is like our last day we have to stop. Like, this has well, to be Well, remember, I had the time. underwater case. Yeah. And which was fun for underwater photos, but I was like, Rangers I would like... the best. I would like, at some point, for us to just swim and not want a picture. Yeah, like, I was like, I have to, like... I was like, I feel like I have to say something, because, like, I was looking around, like, this is the most beautiful place I have ever, ever been seen in my life. How blessed and, and can like, you be to have your birthday on a catamaran with friends across the world. And I everyone's know, like, like, Instagram story. I, I, I just remember them being like, we have Wi-Fi. And I was like, phone's off. I'm done Shut with it this. down. Like, I was like, I don't want to pull a Stassi Schroeder, but like, this, it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, enough. And I just remember everyone being like, <gasps> like, it was like a moment of like... Truth. Kind of like annoyance. Everyone was like annoyed with me, but they also were like... I appreciate that. Yeah, like, we have like, to like, let it go. And there are times, and even in hindsight, I'm like, we definitely get a we uh the group was random and so we did a good job of getting to know each other yeah but i still look back i'm like i wish my phone didn't work mm-hmm. like i do wish i had just a digital camera and i, mean, I we wish we would have like our phones didn't work our phones didn't work mm-hmm. and i remember being like i wish that we just got a bottle of wine and like went down to like a beach in greece yeah. and just talked for five hours yeah because that's what I that's what yeah. I love about traveling. Yeah. And that's the side of social media that I hate is like you think people are doing mm-hmm. that. They're not. They're like waiting to get Wi-Fi to get the best next photo of the sunset in Mykonos. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, well, let's go to another club and get yeah. the best photo of the club. I'm like, why don't you just enjoy the club? Right. Like, and so enjoy like the things that are happening to you. Yeah. And like it goes back to your question of like what I do is kind of a double edged sword. But I think I've learned to put the lens on of like this is fake. Mm-hmm. And what I do is real life. Like, I've experienced, I know what to look for and feel that way. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely times, especially, like, okay, you think of how much you go on social media and you don't work in it. Think yeah. of how much I, like, have to be right. on it. Like, yeah. I have to know what's going on in these platforms. I mm-hmm. have to know how they're being updated. Yeah, so the impact for you is, like, much different even than yeah. the impact. Yeah, and sometimes I'm, like, I'm annoyed. Like, I don't want to be on Instagram today, but, yeah. like, I have to to see, like, who are the best people? Like, mm-hmm. what are people talking? What's the trending topics? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I do like that because I stay like updated and I can see what's like happening. But at the same time, I'm like, it is kind of nice to be um, removed. Yeah. Like to not be so far. Deep yeah. In it. Not like, so like lifted uh, yeah. behind the scenes. And I think like when you go on social media, you see these people doing th- these things, and you feel like you're missing something in your life. Like mm-hmm. I have talked to like numerous people, like my friends, about this, and like. 
you really do feel like you're missing something in your life because this person posted this thing and like even just things like like to know it like you're liking all these outfits then you go to the page and you're like i can't afford this like, like what the hell is this how the hell 350 dollars shirt like, how is this person like doing this like but it's just these things that like, you i still like to know like i still hit like I yeah still screenshot like and i just think it's like all these things you wish you had or wish you did well but like do you know what i had an epiphany about last week mm-hmm. not last week but maybe recently um, going back to like Instagram and stuff, mm-hmm. those people always still wish something was better too. Like totally. the even grass the like is to know greener. it exactly, even like to know it, people are probably like, I hate that I don't have one million followers, and the people that and have one million followers yeah. are like, I probably wish I wasn't on social media so much so yeah. that I could put my phone down and not have to do this. Like no matter yeah. what situation you're in, people are always gonna look at like their grass is always gonna be greener. So just learn to be present and be like, I have what I have. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm gonna make the best of it. And I need to stop comparing because even if you compare your life, what is that doing? Is that going to make your life better? No. Yeah. And I think that's just, like, something we all need to learn. Like, I oh. I mean, like, I think we were lucky to grow up in a time where this didn't really exist. And, like, yeah. we were the last group of people that grew up before it. Oh, yeah. And so we had a nice balance. And, like, I think that's a good thing. But at the same time, I also think, like, we all are kind of trying to, like, navigate our way through life with social media. And, I mean... I think we've exhausted the Instagram topic because, like, we're just, like... This could be a four-part story. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess, like, one of my questions for you is, like, again, going back to, like, we're looking at all this social media, we're thinking, like, what are we missing? Like, what could we do better? Like, is there something in your life that you feel like you wish you could do or wish you could do well and, like, it's, like, you don't... Oh, my God, like, a million things. I think there's two things that immediately come to mind Mm -hmm. is... Be more patient. Mm-hmm. And this is specifically, I feel like, with my family. Yeah. And this goes back to what we talked about earlier, reverting to dynamics that you yeah. grew up with. I find myself to become really snappy and impatient. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but why? Yeah. Is that urgent? Is yeah. it due? Yeah. Does that affect someone's life? And I've noticed in my personal life, I hate when people are impatient. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't you just wait one second? Yeah. And so I'm like, why am I doing that when it comes to my family? Mm-hmm. And so that is something I wish I could be better at as like being patient. Um, also going back to the discipline thing of right when I moved here, like eating healthy, working out, etc. Yeah. What bothers me about that about myself is because I've been there and I've seen it. Yeah. And so it's almost even weirder to be removed from that and be like, but you've done it before. Like, why are you acting like you've never done that? Right. Like, you are capable. <laughs> I literally have like, done that. Do like, it. and that didn't happen in two weeks. Like, that took like six plus months to do that. And so that's something that I guess a little more like, in to put in a bucket would be like, uh, focusing my time on what I want to do with my time. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this too. Like, yeah. I think this happened recently. We're like why do we keep having to say yes to things? Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to, like, this blackout brunch Mm -hmm. happy hour, which, of course, is always fun here and there. But, like, we used to do that day and night for, like, a year, three times a week. Like, I've definitely become better about it, but I would like on the days that I'm not doing that to be a little more uh, efficient with how I use my time. Mm -hmm. Because as much as, like, I'm like, yeah, I have two days off, I can do whatever I want. There's a lot that I could also do in those two days that could be way more productive. And I don't mean productive in running errands. Like, I always have to run errands. Like, yeah. I always have to I, return I think, like, something. Just, and, there's, the, the to-do list is years long. Like, if you don't have a to-do list, I'd be like, you 
must have your life figured you out. You must have an assistant. You must write a book. You must have a personal assistant. <laughs> yeah, like... Write a you book. You must have a personal assistant. It's more of, like... It, this is a good example of the podcast. I've been wanting to, like, make a website, take some photos mm-hmm. for it, house the content, actually, like, really be proactive and start emailing other podcasters, yeah. get their insight, yeah. read, like, articles on, like, how to optimize your podcast, and I just keep putting it off. Yeah. I'm like, for what? Yeah. What? Oh, to watch eight hours of Jersey Shore. Yeah, which is like, the best show ever. Which as, also by the way. is like highly recommend yeah, anyone yeah. that hasn't been on the yeah. Jersey Sponsor Shore. Sponsor us, Jersey Family Shore. Family reunion. <laughs> um, but like, I think it's because we work so hard during the week mm-hmm. that the two days we have off, I'm like, I literally don't want to do anything. Yeah, and so you I you want to spend I, it in a good way. I truly won't do anything, and I'm like, I I do wish I was better about being more productive with that time, especially for things like this podcast where I'm like. You have a full day to work on it. Mm. Why don't you... What is... Is Jersey Shore helping your podcast? No. Can you help your podcast? Yes. So... Jersey Shore I think could be helpful. Could I'm be helpful. Kidding. I mean, I learned a lot from the situation <laughs> recently. He, what does he call himself now? The inspiration. The inspiration. I mean, he's turning it around. I mean, let's... Yeah, let's I mean, besides him. the fact that he's, like, about to go to prison, he's an inspiration. He's an inspiration. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say, like, patience and just, like, being efficient with my time... Stop pushing things off. I'm a huge procrastinator. Yeah. yeah, same. I mean, definitely. I think that's, like, a big part of life, though. Like, would you... I mean, my thought, too, is, like, would you rather always have to say no or always have to say yes? And, like, mm. that's in my head. I think about that, and I'm like, but it's not that. Like, it's not... You can say yes sometimes and no sometimes, and I know, like... And you're not a bad person friend, for saying yeah, no. And my closest friends will say, like, that's probably one of the... Not the worst things about me, but one of the things I want to work on is, like... I'm always saying yes. I always say yes, and I'm always like worried about other people, and like I have like, and that's kind of what you're saying. You have to take care of yourself. Stop. Yeah. Like you're not obligated to say yes to people just because they asked. Yeah. No, definitely. Asking is a question. You have the chance to say yes or no. Yeah. So why do we automatically assume it's a yes sentence? Is that what they say? Right. Exactly. Like it's you can say no and not have to have an explanation. Yeah. I think that's kind of something that like everybody is like everyone learns if on I along miss, the 20s like, FOMO if I miss this like or but then I think like if they're not gonna go out and meet Zac Efron like what am I missing you know I got shingles from having <laughs> FOMO two years ago you guys I'm not kidding like when I talked about FOMO being like a hooligan I was like always go 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 to the point my mom was like you need to chill out like yeah have you even slept a full eight hours in like any day of the week this yeah. week I was like no going out no, like, I was got like, off a plane went it's out. the last pool party of the summer it's the last brunch of the season and my mom's like no it's not like, like relax you got a brunch next weekend and like, so yeah that's something um I think we could all learn like this is just yeah. a learning lesson saying no to things you don't want to yeah. do I think we're so worried that we're going to, like, regret these things, and, like, it's not the case, but... And I would like to say the past six months, I've said no to more things than ever, and I don't regret any of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't regret missing brunch because I've done brunch 14,000 times. <laughs> I know what like, it's like to go to brunch. Yeah. And I like the idea of, like, just choosing where I want to go and what How I do you do. want to... Sp- this is the thing about adulthood. You only have a limited amount of free time to spend it how mm-hmm. you want to spend it. Mm-hmm. If you're spending three plus hours of your 72 hour weekend doing anything that you don't want to do, you're already setting yourself up to be like, well, well, I'm already kind of on the train of doing yeah. things I want and don't yeah. want. So I might as well continue being on this weird middle of the road train instead of being like, you know what? 
no, I want to yeah. take the day to like, like I want to just work like, out, do, do laundry, and work on whatever. the podcast. Exactly. Like that's fine, like, and that's okay. But it's just like it's scary to say. Yeah, I think, and I think, like going back to regrets. Do you feel like you have like any regrets in your life? Ugh. Like I know we talked about dating. We yeah. talked about like trips and all these things but like are there things that you feel like you regret i mean you could say i regret those guys but it's like i again i think if i wouldn't have gone through that now i wouldn't have the expectations that i have i think i would have been going through that now like i think now if i started online dating or just meeting guys out I would be starting from that stage of my life mm-hmm. where I've been like, what? It's a fling. I'm a cool girl. Who yeah. cares? I'm a, we're just going to like ease into this romantic thing. Um, so I don't really regret that because I think everyone goes, I, I can't name one person that's like, I've never dated a loser. Mm-hmm. Like you, everyone has. Revolt, so yeah. Um, I'm trying to think anything personal. Like I don't have any crazy tattoos. I pierced my nose. I don't regret that. Yeah. <sighs> There's nothing that really sticks out, I guess. Yeah. If anything, it would just be, like, not being a little more proactive in college because there are some things that I think I really could have done and, like, made a bigger impact had I just, like, stopped going to happy hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, again, realizing, like, uh, alcohol is not the best thing that to happen to you when you're in college. But Yeah, but you, you think that's like is. Again, like, that's, like, a learning... I can't, I can't think of any major really regrets. Say, like, in, and, like, those things were fun at the time yeah like it's like like if i said in college i'm not going to happy hour people would be like okay well we're not friends yeah like in college it was like do or die yeah like okay well i guess you're not a part of the friend group so immediately off the top of my head no okay yeah i mean and i feel like it's like sometimes people are like i have to come up with a regret no and i guess to go back on that the regret is not trusting my gut there That's were good so many of those guys that I knew. Mm-hmm. The, we just talked about four guys. I, guys, I'm still single. I'm 27. I've dated like 20 different guys that I yeah. probably knew in my gut that weren't going to work out. Mm-hmm. That I was like, just give it a chance. Give it one more date. Give yeah, it this just scenario. See if it works out. But you know, holding on, you know. And I was yeah. like, I, I wish I would have trusted my gut and been like, Chelsea. Yeah, you know what he's doing. Yeah, you can see right through him. Stop pretending that like one scenario or one mm-hmm. more week is going to change it. Yeah, I think that would actually be guys not yeah. trusting the gut But more. I also think like that goes back to you being like a person who believes in relationships and love and like wanting to yeah. pursue that and like your parents are very much in love and like have a great relationship so you've seen that. So that also like is it's like a learning part lesson. of like who you are yeah. and like I don't know that that is something that like right that you like uh, yeah. I don't say, like, I wish that never happened. Yeah, me. like, but it's just, yeah. And I feel like we've touched on, like, a lot of things, but I there's, like, a few questions left that I, like, think are funny. That Okay. Yeah, so we've been, like, talking about a lot of things, and I kind of want to, like, ease into, like, some funny stuff. Yes. Um, we've really gone into, like, a lot of life stories. The deep, stories. dark depths of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um... So I actually was like asking around like what people wanted to know about you. Ooh, and we had on the streets. <laughs> I was like on the streets like Diane Sawyer style Ooh. investigative reporting. Yeah. Um and what we came up with was <laughs> a request to hear about like how your hair and makeup always look so like put together. Well, that's quite a compliment because I work in an office that's only about 15 people. 
And so as the years have gone on, I've, I've actually really stopped caring about <laughs> my hair and makeup. Um, but I will say it definitely started out, let's see, in college. Uh, what we were just talking about, Miss influencers. Miss Mademoiselle. <laughs> but what we were talking about, influencers, YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. I was really into that. I would watch these tutorials. They were 20 minutes. And I would watch step by step and practice on myself, start it over, do it again. I could see all of this. Happening. And the other thing is, like, hello, living in a sorority with 250 girls, someone knows how to do their eyeshadow better than you and can teach you. Yeah. Someone can do their hair better than you and can teach you. So Just, I like, learned a about lot. about how you dressed and, like, did your hair and makeup your freshman year of college. Like, Wouldn't you, my senior year, I was doing... Of I would like to give someone... Of college? I was doing a teased <laughs> poof. The back of my head teased, like, casual tease. Curl, smoky eye, wing liner, uh-huh. contour, highlighter, <laughs> lip liner, lipstick, body shimmer, heels, <gasps> body chains, like whatever accessory or makeup article you could think of, like I was wearing it because I was like, I have to be I trendy. Be all the trends. All the trends in one. And look how far you've come. Now I'm like. You love the natural look. I've like, gone but your almost hair too natural. Really does always look really good. Well, thank you. Well, that's because right I now had I'm to... looking her at her post yoga, but <laughs> yeah, things are not great here. Um, but I did that in high school. I think, I think I liked high school because I like getting. Uh, what's the word like? The, when we were in high school, Laguna Beach in the hills were oh so my popular. Gosh, jean skirt, American Eagle. If polo. you didn't have a double collar popped Lacoste polo. Get out of my friend group. I was Hollister polos all the way. Double, I went double, double pop, popped. And one of my ho- my polo like collars said "Surfer Girl." Yeah, we're also, gonna have surf- to end this now. <laughs> I've never surfed a day in my life. Okay, so that's over. <laughs> if you weren't wearing that and like a puka shell necklace, oh, you were not. Or cool. like some type of like shell earring. I mean, I'm from the beach. Like, yeah. If you don't have puka shells, like you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. And so like. <laughs> That like high school was a big deal, so I learned how to do my hair there. Yeah. And like fun fact, I actually won nicest hair in high school. Whoa! Yeah, like just major accomplishment. <laughs> like, super casual, best. Um, and but that's because I like taught myself. And you know what's funny is I think Lauren Conrad actually had like a blog or something where she was doing tutorials. LC. I, I didn't know how to do that. My mom didn't yeah. like. Actually, my mom is uh, from Puerto Rico, and they're really big on, like, blow-drying hair. Mm -hmm. And so my mom would always blow out my hair. I didn't know how to do it, so I taught myself how to curl my hair. Yeah. Um, And this is, again, all from, like... a lot of hair. Yeah. Whenever I go to the salon, they're like, I'm sorry. This is going to be four hours. Yeah, this is going to be four hours and, like, $15,000 because (laughs) the amount of products we have to put in your hair. Uh, And so that's the thing. I had so much hair, I had to figure out how to do it. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. like, what am I going to leave it down in a lion poof every day? So I taught myself from doing, like, things online. I figured out how to use a straightener, a curling iron. I'm telling you guys, YouTube, like, if you want to learn anything, <laughs> go, go online. YouTube. You can learn anything. Um, yeah. My makeup, same thing. Like, I think it was, like, YouTube, Instagram wasn't that big then. And then having so many girls around me just watching them, I'd be like, yeah. how do you do your makeup? Yeah. Okay, let me watch this. And then you just start to figure it out. You're like well, wait a second, black eyeshadow doesn't look good on me, but, like, maybe a light purpley lavender yeah. does. <laughs> like, you can find something that, like, yeah, and so goes I just started, with your eyes. I would, like, t- I love doing that stuff. I would, like, test it all the time. I would do my friend's mm-hmm. makeup. Um, and so, yeah, I think online really helped, and just being in, around 250 girls all yeah, the time helped. Yeah, like, constantly around girls. I Always. That. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny that that was, like, the request for info That's about it. you. Especially <laughs> because now my hair is, like, a 
I didn't even. <laughs> yeah, I put looking, in a ponytail. We're both like, looking like really fresh right now. Like alarming. <laughs> I would also like to add the all natural look that I try to do now actually still has a lot of product. Mm-hmm. There was one time where I just purely did not wear makeup to work, and my boss was like, "You look ill. Do you need to go home?" <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, it looks like I do need to do the concealer, <laughs> the setting bit. powder. Yeah, I I remember, like, being at work, and um, I, I really don't wear a lot of makeup, but I had, like, usually at work I wear mascara, like, that's pretty much it. And I remember I went in and, like, didn't wear any of that, and my supervisor came in and was like, are you okay? And I was like... Isn't it crazy? Yeah, and, like, and he was my supervisor from internship, and he was like... I'm worried about the way your clients will perceive you. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, because I don't have mascara on. And Isn't oh, it crazy? It like, it's crazy how much you, this is another thing about growing up. You just start, stop caring about that shit. Like, I know. I, I actually remember in college, there was one time where I forgot to put mascara on. And I also used like, to wear fake eyelashes all the time. Any night day. I was going out, like, oh. Monday through Friday. So. And I waited in line. I will never forget this. I waited in line at a bar and asked every girl, excuse me, in the bathroom, and asked every girl that came in the bathroom if they had mascara until I could put mascara on and go back out. I think you waited. Like, I would not leave the bathroom until someone had mascara. And finally, some girl was like, yeah, I have some. And then I was like, oh, okay, I can talk to people. I'm back to life. And I'm like, so funny. If I'm, like, lucky enough to put on winged liner, I'm like, you must be like going to a special yeah, like event prom you like, must be getting like, like the royal wedding <laughs> <laughs> like that's how it is now Meghan markle you just don't have really time for that up and up yeah um okay yeah good to know the fans want to know giving the fans what they want youtube um i guess another thing is like who you can talk to about anything like if one person like i'm assuming is my mom, mom. yeah and the reason is a lot of people can agree that their moms are the people they go to but mm-hmm. my mom has done a really good job of being non-judgmental i've gotten myself in really sticky situations as you guys have heard on this <laughs> podcast those are things that i didn't want to tell my mom because no mom wants to hear that their daughter got left in bed or that their daughter got told to go fuck themselves from a guy that did yeah. too much cocaine yeah. like those are things that I remember being like, do I really want to tell my mom that I've been in this situation? Because mm-hmm. especially, like I said, being the oldest of four, like you do have this like weird image of yourself that like, okay, well, wait, you're kind of like the role model of like, the you can't siblings. Really cross these lines you can't, and say these things. You can't go to your mom and tell her that you've even date, even come in contact with these even, types like, of losers. Seen a pee-pee. <laughs> Lord help us. <laughs> and so, like, literally, I was just like. But my mom early on was like, I would rather you come to me mm-hmm. than suppress that. And or tell like, anybody else. Or tell anybody like... else and then, like, not get the right information. And mm-hmm. she's like, she always told me, like, if you get pregnant, I will help you raise that child. Like, I won't be happy if it's someone that you just, yeah. like, didn't, weren't responsible with. And like, but I'm not going to shame you and be like, well, Chelsea should have put a ring on it. Like, yeah. she's like, I get it. Like, life yeah. happens. And so... Early on, she taught me to, like, not be so judgmental so that other people could come to you. And so Mm -hmm. she's definitely someone that I've turned to. And even in – I talk about going to her for all these, like, loser guy moments, um, which I would hope if you don't have someone like that you can turn to within your family that you have, like, a friend. Mm -hmm. Because it is hard to get through that through yourself mentally because you definitely blame yourself. You're like, Mm -hmm. I must be a – you know slut or such yeah, an like idiot or so dumb like, like yeah. 
And I'm like, no, like talking to my mom really helped that. But I've also gotten in situations where I'm like, I've done really bad moral stuff that I'm like, my mom is going to be like, Chelsea, how could you have even gotten yourself in this situation? Yeah. I mean, you know the story. I mean, I won't really go into it. But like recently I got myself in a, like a situation that if I was looking at anyone else, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, that's yeah. so morally incorrupt. Like, how did yeah. you get there? And this is, this is like more of like a self-esteem issue. And I got into this like funk that I was like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. get out of it. And I snapped out of it, but I was so upset with myself because I'm like, this isn't me. Like, what are you doing? But I remember being like, you can't, this is the one thing you probably can't tell your mom. Mm-hmm. And finally I like broke down and I called her. I was like, mom, like, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. I've done something like a little messed up and I'm not proud of it. Like, I don't even know why I got into it. And she was like, I get it. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh my God. I, I thought she was going to be like, Chelsea, what happened? Mm-hmm. How did you get in? She was like, look, I get it. Like, you wanted this from this person. This happened. Um, and so no matter, like, how... I always think there's something I'm going to do that she's going to, like, eventually be like, okay, well, that's it. And it's not. She She's very non-judgmental. And I can only hope that when I have kids, I can be that open-minded. Yeah. Because I know that's probably hard to hear from your daughter. Yeah. And I think, like... It's funny to look back, I mean, for me, and I'm sure for, like, most people, like, when you look back on your relationship with your mom and you're, like, a teenager and you're, like, mom, leave me alone. Like, you don't, don't know anything. You don't know me. You don't get it. Yeah. And then, like, as you get older, you realize that your mom is, like, probably the only person that, that will, does get it. Like, is actually ride or die. Like, your mom is, like, the your friends one are like, person. who cares? If you have cute Instagram pictures, yeah. like, yeah, like, I don't Yeah, but, really like, your care. mom is, like she has to stick by you and like she will Mm -hmm. and that's like something you learn as time goes on and it's just kind of like funny to it's crazy yeah so definitely my mom number one yeah yeah we've kind of reached like the random question segment are you ready here we go (laughs) um cliche random if a genie granted you three wishes what would you wish for Ooh, a hundred percent the first would be like to just travel for the rest of my life Mm mm-hmm unlimited unlimited funds and travel like yeah there's no constraints around like work or funds or anything you just be like you you have oh you want to go to a thousand places Mm -hmm. with a limited amount of money here you go yeah the second would be to um i guess live as long as i can Mm -hmm. and i know that's a weird one but like if you think about how much you want to travel how much you want to experience. How much like, you want to experience. To... And I guess that would be, like, I get good health. Yeah. Like, I don't want to... Yeah, I would say, like, good health. Is, I don't want to yeah. cut life short where it's, like, oh, I could have done 20 other things had I lived five more years. Yeah. Or even 20 more years. So, yeah. I guess it would be just, like, such good health that you don't have any major scares to worry about, mm-hmm. like, cancer or anything, any of those big diseases. Yeah. Um, so I guess that would be like a second wish. Yeah. Um, and then the third one would be to give back to my family what they've given to me. Because as much as I say I've done so many things on my, by myself. Mm-hmm. They've always been there. There's no there's like, no way I would be here without my dad giving me the money to even move me up to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And my mom saying like, okay, you can do it, but you're going to need to do these steps. Yeah. Or my mom even convincing my dad like... Let's she let her go it, to Chicago. Like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. And not only that, but just, like, outside of, like, Chicago. Like, going back to Florida State, like, my parents told me, they're like, we, again, going back to the guinea pig thing, they're like, we didn't think when you got to be 18 that 
you would need as much money for college as you needed. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we were so reckless. when I hit 18, they were like, uh, we don't really have money to, like, send yeah. you to college. And so, like, I had to take some loans out, but, like, they eventually figured it out. And, like, I always just think of, like, little things. Like, even this past weekend, my mom flew up on her birthday weekend to help me move. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I don't really like admitting this, but, like, I'm so selfish. I can't imagine flying on my birthday like to do something to go help like else. my sister move apartments yeah and like that's what my mom just did for me yeah and i'm like that is so selfless mm-hmm. that i wish i could be that person so it would be yeah. it's a combination of like being more selfless but giving back to them what they've been able to mm-hmm. give to me because again like i wouldn't like going even back to study abroad yeah. i wouldn't have done that if they hadn't helped paid and supported that like and i think like those are things you don't really realize until you look back and mm-hmm. you're like oh i really couldn't have done that without like the imagine support if of my, my, my mom imagine like, if both our families were like going abroad is so dumb what are you gonna learn there yeah like that's and just that's idiotic like, right, and that's now. way too much money you would only yeah. like, okay well i'm not doing that yeah and like we're both people that like want to travel and do all these things and like it's because without, yeah but like without like if our parents were like, that's ridiculous, why would you want to experience anything else? Then we'd be like, oh, you're right, like, whatever. But instead, it's, like, supportive and, like, I understand and whatever, but... And now we've yeah. developed that because we've had those experiences, mm-hmm. so I definitely think those are the three. Yeah. So this is something that you were kind of, like, excited to tell me, but... Mesh, what is it? What is the dumbest way you've been injured? Oh! Okay, so I've never... <laughs> I... I... Uh, is there a past sense of pride? I've prided myself. <laughs> I think that might be right. Okay, well, I I I've, I used to pride. That's probably <laughs> I don't know you guys. Right. We've been recording for a long time. Yeah, We've got lots like, of sangria. It's ten thirty at this point. God like... knows. Um, I used to pride myself on not injuring myself at all. Like when I was younger, I played competitive soccer and I was I was really bad at soccer but I was really scrappy and that was the only reason mm-hmm. I played on competitive teams because I would just like kick people <laughs> and so like basketball. literally like I would just be like mm. and so they're like okay well she's defense and so I was like I'm so surprised I've never like broken yeah. anything in soccer I played competitive volleyball all of high school you would think at some point I would like land wrong and tear an ACL yeah. or like throw on my shoulder or like anything yeah um and I didn't. And so when I got to college, I was nothing happened. It was my senior year. And I'm really tall. I'm 5'9". But I actually think I'm 5'10". If I, like, stand up fully straight. Oh, okay. I just slouch. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so we'll have to get a doctor on this one. Yeah, we're going to need to measure. But I'm definitely taller than the average yeah. girl. And so when I get in the back of compact cars... Oh, my God. It is really hard for me to get out. Like, especially the ones that are two doors where you have to push the seat up front. <laughs> It feels like I'm hatching from an egg. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, every time I get in a combat car, I'm like, I already hate this. Like, you have to weirdly get out and, like, literally, like, raptor yourself out of this car. And so we were at karaoke. And we were leaving. And we were, like, kind of drunk. Um, and I'm with my, at this point, college boyfriend and all his friends. And I hadn't really done karaoke before. So I was like, ooh, fun night, whatever. Yeah. Like, da-da-da. Ooh. <laughs> spilling things now. Dropping bottles. Um, and I go to get out of the car and I was wearing sandals and the sandal and my toe got stuck 
in the side of the car but I was like already full throttle out of the car and I was like I'm not stopping like I'm going full I was like taking a tumble yeah I was like this is happening like I'm going forward and so my toe like dis my big toe like dislocated and I literally broke my big toe after a karaoke night from getting out of a car because you're too tall to get out too tall to like get out and the best part is I didn't know it was broken for like a week and so I was walking around. Toe? Oh my god! Yeah, I was. People were like, "Chelsea, I think your <laughs> foot is broken." Like it was swollen. It was back black and blue. I was like, "Just had a little tumble." Oh they're like, "Chelsea, god. I think that's like, broken." You need to go to the hospital. And so I finally went, and they're like, "Your toe is broken." Oh and I was god. like, "Holy shit!" So I had to get a boot. And you know, going back to like college days i was like this is stupid looking so i wore the boot for like a week and i was like this is this looks so dumb like i can't go out in this boot i can't do anything with this boot and so i took it off and like i'm not kidding to this day if i like step on it wrong it's i can like feel it i don't think it fully healed but yeah that was karaoke and your big toe is like a thumb so like if you yeah yeah, you have to have it to walk yeah like that's why like i I don't know i don't really like mess around with anything so karaoke drunk karaoke being too tall. out of a compact car mm-hmm. all right solid not yeah not the clum- best story not but... a little clumsy <laughs> a little clumsy yeah um okay what is the weirdest thing you find attractive in a person um weirdest i don't know i feel like this is such a weird question i know i do too actually because there's <laughs> things i find attractive in a person but they like I think the yeah, maybe when you hear weird. the word attractive, you're like, oh, uh, independent, financial security, uh, intellectual conversations. Yeah. So like weird. I don't know. Like, I don't what would know you say? I don't really know. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of it now, and I, I'm like, is there something like? I'm trying to think of something with like, my exes that I found weird yeah. that other people wouldn't. Yeah, like I found attractive that like yeah, that, would be sorry, like, that that's like wouldn't. bizarre. You know. Um, I think maybe like oh. What? I figured out one. What? I don't think it's weird, but like knowing how to book flights and transportation. <laughs> we were just talking about this. Like dudes, like don't know how to do. That. I, I the I'm talking to all these girls, and like my boyfriend booked the wrong flight. He booked the wrong date. He bought it for five hundred dollars. I'm like, what are you talking like, about? They just like do it, and they're like, oh, oops. <laughs> I think so. It's not weird, but it it definitely is more yeah. attractive. Guys, like, yeah, I booked us. I know exactly what time we're leaving. Yeah, I know what like, gate we're, we're at. We're good to go. I know I need my passport. I know we yeah. leave three hours before. That I guess that goes with like making a plan if you want to bucket it into yeah. a larger thing. But it really is for, especially I think this applies to me and you because we love to travel. Yeah. I understand that in relationships there are people that are like more of the plan makers. But if there's a guy that's just like, oh my god, booked a flight in November yeah. and we wanted to go in July. I'm like, what? You're, like, you're months away. Like, what are you talking about? You can't just do that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like mine would maybe be like something like he has to be okay with like my desire to be obsessed with TV shows. Oh, that's a good one. Like, I don't know if that's weird because like a lot of people feel that way, but like I get so obsessed that like I would, they would have to be that's okay with That's actually true. It. Like, because we watch so much shit TV. Yeah. That's not, like, a joke. No, I'm, like... like we watch, like, ten hours of TV yeah, like, that, like... 
That would definitely infiltrate into yeah, like, a relationship. It would not be okay if they were like, you have to stop watching that. I'd be like, you're cut. Or even if they're like, you can only watch, like, we need to do something, you can only watch two hours a night. I'd be like, well, that's unfortunate. I have eight shows <laughs> yeah, to watch. Like, that's really crazy because Bravo has now come out with 63 At shows. At least, yeah. That's actually true, I think. Yeah. Not, like, not like, judging me for my shit for TV. My, you're like, yeah, because our TV is horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's really... just like tragic. It's amazing. It makes yeah. me feel better about it. So I guess the weird attraction would be if they were attracted to reality TV. Yeah, yeah I think that might be the yeah, weird attraction. It. Okay, we nailed, we nailed it. it. <laughs> um, okay, so this one's like a little bit deeper. Uh, what do you think people will say at your funeral? Ooh, my funeral. Or I guess what do you hope they'll say? Well, no, what do you think they'll say? I think they would say that I'm funny and For I made sure. them laugh. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is because people have told me that, not what I would say at your funeral, but, like, yeah. they do but tell like, me, like, I'm yeah. funny, or, like, you're so funny, mm-hmm. or, like, uh, I feel weird even, like, saying this out loud, because it feels yeah. like I'm, like, <laughs> I'm funny, like, <laughs> yeah, like, it feels braggy, but, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's true, it's but, true. like, there are, especially, like, my college and high school friends are like, oh, my God, you're, like, the funniest person I've ever met, and, like, I think immediately that's what they would say, um, and to your point, maybe that I'm independent, and I think that's because I've made it a point to be so independent in the last mm-hmm. few years that I've lived here. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah. That she loved Bravo. Yeah, like, she went down. She, was she like, died to what she loved, watching Vanderpump Rules. Literally, like, I think that might be another thing on my tombstone. Yeah, that might be what it is. God yeah, I don't us. know. It's kind of weird to think about, though. Like, I mean, I don't really, ugh, I don't know. I don't want to think about it, but at the same time, really, you... I would hope you're pretty like self-aware to know what people yeah. think about you. Yeah. I don't think people will be like, wow, she's the most patient, tender-hearted, <laughs> humanitarian. Like, you know what I I wouldn't ever say that. Yeah. So, let's yeah. be real. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That would be... That's, like, hard to... I don't know. You, you'll never know, you know? You'll never know. I mean, never I don't know. know. I think I'll be looking down and being like... <laughs> I'm going to be like, you better be bitch. saying it. Like, like, yeah. I'm going to like drop you. down from Boo. Like, oh. Buzz, buzz, would, bitch. It's me. <laughs> Surprise. You thought you'd seen the last one. Yeah. Me. <laughs> like, no, I would haunt them. Oh, my God. I'm going to haunt the shit out of my friends. I Anyone that to wants say, to say like, anything bad about me, I'd be like, well, guess I'll see you in your terror dreams. <laughs> terror nightmares. <laughs> terror nightmares. Um, okay. I really love this question. If you were arrested with no explanation, like, what do you think your friends and family would think that you did? Oh, my God. It'd definitely be something drunk. Yeah. It wouldn't be anything, like... Not, like, It wouldn't be any, like, physical violence. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I've never been in, like, a physical altercation. Yeah. I don't even like confrontation, so it definitely would not be, like, a verbal altercation. Mm-hmm. Like, when have you ever yeah, seen me, like, that yell that at someone? Yeah, I don't think that would ever be it is. Yeah. It's never... I don't ever get mad. I get sad. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think I would ever, like... It wouldn't be for, like, cussing an authority figure out or anything. It wouldn't be for physical assault. It mm-hmm. would definitely be for, like, doing something really dumb while drunk. Yeah. I and it like... wouldn't be a prank. It would literally be me thinking, like, yeah, this can happen, but I'm so drunk. You're like, it cannot happen. Like, I feel like it would be, like, you just, like, getting kicked out of somewhere and feeling like you shouldn't. And, like, yeah. Them, and, them like, just being, arresting like, you. Yeah, I'd be like... It's... You'd be, like, in the drunk tank. Yeah, I'd be like, it's 2.30 a.m., and they're like, it's actually 6 in the morning. We closed yeah. four hours ago. The establishment is shut down. <laughs> yeah, like, and you're, like, still And I'm, there. like, like trying to, like, sit like, down at the, at the bar. bar. Like, you're at the bar, like, 
Play a different song. That yeah, it would be something. When I get drunk, I do think I have like more of an in with the people working yeah. there. And so it would like, be you, me for like trying to like take over the bar, like go behind <laughs> yeah, the like, bar and like make like, a shot. Yeah, it'd be the DJ. Oh, it would be the DJ. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. it would definitely be me like trying to take over the DJ booth mm-hmm. so much that the DJ was like. You need to be removed and like detained. Yeah, like one hundred percent. Like you would need. But that's to be. can you get arrested for that? I'm trying to think of like real things. I mean, public intoxication. Yeah. Like, yeah, I wouldn't think of it anything like criminal or anything like that. I would just think like like for oh, real right now. Let's say tomorrow you get a call and you're like Chelsea's in jail. I would think it was because you were drunk and you tried to like do something at the bar and they were like, we have to pull her out of here. Yeah, like and now she's a like, liability. Yeah, and you would be like. No, no, like it's you know, fine. Yeah, like Luann housewife yeah. style. Like, and it wouldn't be conditional. Don't touch me. Like, it wouldn't be like f you. No. It would just be like, listen, yeah, I come like, here every Friday. <laughs> and they'd be like, put her in handcuffs because she is like, just, like she's a lost detained. cause. Yeah, one hundred percent. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Which is hilarious. But I guess it's better than. I mean, it's better than club, I'm like physical I, alteration. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's better than me being like, well, I would think you murdered somebody. Yeah, like no, I'm know. like too non-confrontational. <laughs> You'd like I didn't like I couldn't. <laughs> like do I it. can't. Um, okay, so I have two left for you. <gasps> um, this one I just came up with off the top of my head. Oh, what would your housewives tagline be? Oh my gosh, this is like I'm Andy Cohen. Okay, I feel like I'm thinking of it. <laughs> I know. I why. think I might have it. Oh, and this no, is no, like no. I never even thought of this, but because of what it, what we've talked about oh god i'm scared i'm not delusional i'm a dreamer <laughs> i think that's a good one that's so like this good. is just based on what we talked about like i that think i might so, have it so so good okay and there it is i'm oh not delusional i'm a dreamer and you have to like turn in your dress like, oh yeah of course twirl. right when it says i'm a dream i'm a dreamer and like stars kind of yeah yeah i've been thinking about mine um because my initials are sb Ooh. so i would be like um my initials might be SB, but I won't stand for your BS. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one. I, know. I would have never, yeah, mine are dumb. So, yeah, CR, like, no, yours is okay. good, though. You're... I'm not delusional. I'm a dreamer. <laughs> okay, so, Real Houses of Chicago airing next fall. Oh, my fall. God, is Bravo ever going to sponsor us? No, okay. you know why? Because everyone in the Midwest is too nice. Do you think that you'd rather be... This is not, like, my last question, but I'm okay. just thinking about this. Do you think that you'd rather be, like, join a Bravo show, like, join Summer House or Vanderpump Rules, or create, like, your own show in Chicago with your friends? That's a good question. Immediately, my mind went to join one because they mm-hmm. have the built-in audience... Same. ...that you know has a crazy fanatic, like, yeah. a fan base. Yeah, we are them. That's what, like, think about Lala. She came in seasons mm-hmm. later, and now she's a star. We're obsessed, yeah. I think the newer shows, I mean, even Summer House, you're, you spend second season, you're like, mm, is I'm it like, going to okay. take off? Yeah. And so imagine a new show. Yeah. The new shows, like, you better bring it. Like, yeah, like, you have to really I think the only it. shows that do well now are legacy shows or things that are so off base that you're like, I guess I have to watch this. And I do feel like Summer House was, like, the first season, amazing. They started off the second season so good, and then it kind of, like... Because it kind of goes back to, like, the drama was the same. Yeah, but Vanderpump Rules brings You never know what's going to happen. Someone's cheating. Someone's throwing a beer in someone's face. Someone's 
F their best friends. Girl. You're like, what? How <laughs> is this even happening? And there's only like eight of them. How like, is this even have, happening? We have like ridiculous nights out, but we don't have enough drama. We don't have enough drama. We're all also non-confrontational. Yeah, so like wouldn't, yeah. So I would think like maybe joining. Like, I would join. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just came to my head. Yep. So last question, <gasps> closing it out after what? So two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Um, this is like, I think I'm interested in, obviously, but what is something that like not even I would guess about you or like not even I would know about you? <gasps> okay. I kind of thought about this and I think I have like a serious one and then not serious one. Let's do both. The serious one that a lot of people don't know, maybe you do know this, but unless they like... Because I, I didn't really even know until later in my life is that I was supposed to be a twin. Oh, I did know this. Yeah. I did know this. Um, and not a lot of people know because I, again, it's not something like I talk yeah, about. Yeah, you just like bop around. Yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, that's supposed to be a twin. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I knew was because as you get older, people start having twins and then my mom was like, I was supposed, supposed to have to one. Like, wow. Um, in the, what's it called, sonogram, it looked like bunk beds. Mm-hmm. And. Wow. Yeah. And it was supposed to be like two mm-hmm. kids and my mom found out like she had lost a kid and it was so weird because she went to a medium and the medium was like have you lost a child and my mom immediately was like no because it yeah, wasn't she, a like, fully developed yeah. uh ch- like you know i don't know Fetus what this or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> medical terms right here <laughs> and so she was like no and then they were like are you sure and she was like actually now that you say that like yeah and the, he was like it's it was supposed to be a boy and it's so funny because my mom's always wanted to name if she hadn't had another boy diego because she's spanish yeah and the fourth child she had was a girl and she named it isabella but she's like i don't know why i always feel like there's someone meant Missing. to name yeah, like diego yeah. in our family like i don't know what that means wow. i'm like that is so weird that yeah. that medium hit that on the head but he that's that's something you would you would only know if you're able to connect. One hundred percent. You can't yeah. just make up that someone lost no, a child. Like, yeah, like that's like an actual. Yeah, and yeah. so I think a lot of people don't know that. And, yeah. Um. So that would probably be like a serious thing. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I guess I feel like you know so much about me. Like, I know. Like I don't really know, but I don't know if there's anything like that you don't like. I watch a lot of trash TV. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just admitted through this podcast, like I'm bad at time management. <laughs> I'm not great at disciplining myself. I like hair and makeup. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think the Miss Mademoiselle thing was like a thing that I did not know. And no it's one incredible. Yeah, that might be live because I didn't know how to take it down. Yeah. Um, oh my god, is it still there? <laughs> probably is. We can look we after need to this. Look it up. Yeah. Uh, I guess a lot of people, and I think I only shared this in the last six months. That I become a lot more in tune with, like, this sounds so meta, but, like, the universe. <laughs> yeah. Like, I truly believe what you put out there and your vibe attracts what you get back. Mm-hmm. And so I become a lot more in, like, meditation. I write in a daily stoic journal. I like to yeah. look at things around me, even little things. Like, I got an email the other day, and I was like, this was sent to me for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people like think because I'm in social in media, I'm funny, yeah. and, like, yeah. whatever, like, Instagram stories mm-hmm. that I, like, don't care about yeah. all that stuff. I'm like, yeah. no, I do. Like, I look at little things throughout the day, I'm like, that's a little sign. Yeah. Like, like deeper level to you than, like, a lot of people see. Yeah, and even, like, this sounds funny, but, like, even horoscopes. Like, mm-hmm. I really like my horoscope, even yeah. though it's not spot on. 
And I think some people, it does help to, like, read it and, like, guide your day. But I'm, like, I really like to look at that mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, you can call it whatever you want. But I'm, like, it's nice to, like, kind of look yeah, forward like, to, like, nice reading to like a fortune. Yeah, like, there's, like, a reason behind things. Yeah. And I'm, like, I now more than in the, ever in the last six months, I'm, I've become a lot more in tune with my surroundings, if mm-hmm. you will. Whereas we've talked about, like, the last whatever years in Chicago, it's been, like, woo! wild let's get crazy who and now cares it's like a little like, bit more calm down. life is crazy now i'm like whoa no like chill out like that's take a best. step back and like appreciate the present and so i don't know that's something you wouldn't know about me but i yeah. think a lot of people from exterior mm-hmm. perception wouldn't think that. wouldn't like yeah. make that connection yeah um yeah. and that's something i really i listen to, like tons of podcasts about that stuff i listen mm-hmm. to like a lot of like um meta physical yeah. podcast meta. i don't know what the word is i don't either i think it's meta yeah. yeah i mean i think we've like literally covered as much as we can i hope we've given the people what they want let's hope because at this point you know my life story <laughs> yeah. probably better than i know it yeah so, i mean i'm sorry for the um the long combo the but, tangents yeah but you know what the beauty about podcasting is you can edit it. Yeah, so we can cut so it. So we can either edit things out. I don't know out. that there's anything we, we can We don't cut. need to cut it. We can cut it up into different parts. Yeah, you guys are going to get a lot of me. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, like, this is it. This is... We needed this to provide some insight into who I am so people understand. Mm-hmm. This probably gives you some insight, like, why I... I can't even speak now because it's been so long. <laughs> insight into why I book the people I try to book. Yeah. Wh- who I'm going after. What I'm trying to share. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not just doing it to, like, book people and see what happens. It's, like, I'm hoping to share a bigger story outside of what I've experienced because I'm just another speck in the world. Yeah. So hopefully I can bring people to you guys that can have, like, either have more experience or more knowledge or anything to bring you more value. And so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think in closing, like. If anyone out there wants to sponsor us, give us a show. Like, please feel free to hit us up. Um, we are MTV most specifically yeah. Bravo even we are more definitely available so we're I open, hope um, we're also open for speaking conferences yeah like we're motivational speakers motivational so. speakers I uh, hope you enjoyed and we will uh, check up soon we'll follow up for maybe a part 8 since <laughs> yeah, this, this is going to be like a 7 part podcast but thanks so much guys for listening rate, review, subscribe do you want to throw out your social media Shelly and pimp sure. yourself out um, Get those DMs that we were just oh talking about. Hit me with the DMs. Uh, my Instagram is Shelly Balls. <laughs> That's For real. It. Two L's in Shelly, one L in Balls. Thank um, you so much. My Facebook is Shell Balls also. So um, Hit her up. Yeah, hit me up. Slide in those DMs and you know where to find me at Chelsea Rife. R-I-F-F-E-F-F as in French fries. <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe. Consider it payment. Because this podcast is free, y'all. Yeah, and, like, we're worth a lot of money. We're going to be on Bravo soon, so just stay tuned. So hold on tight. Peace and All right, love y'all. Peace. Bye.